0: Welcome to Chatopedia, a podcast run by my mom, Kalyani, and me, Saris. This started out as a way for my mom and I to chat and bond while on two different continents. It's now turned into a special project of ours where we discuss anything and everything. We hope you enjoy your time with us and the special guests we invite onto the show. This is Season 4. Welcome back to another episode of Chatterpedia. So in today's episode, we are going to be talking about something that's kind of relevant now. You know, we've been doing a lot about motherhood and birthing because it's very relevant to what's going on in our family's lives. Um, And my mom suggests a really, really good topic, and that is motherhood, sorry, parenthood and technology. So take it away, mom. Give us a bit of introduction to that.
1: Hello, everyone. Okay, Uh, good to meet up with Cyrus again after a week of, uh, you know, last recording. Okay, now, um, I was thinking about what topic shall I bring to the table to have a discussion with Cyrus, and I was thinking technology and parenting is one mm-hmm. um topic that has always in my mind, and also we can talk about the past, you know, then and now, how technology has been harnessed, as well as while we're talking, we can also talk about the pros and cons of technology. Uh. uh, as well as in on par with the parenting Mm -hmm.
0: i'll be honest at first when you suggested because my mom and i will will whatsapp message each other what the topics we're interested in covering that week and when she put that in i was like oh i don't know like if there's much we can talk about but you know before we jumped on up my mind was racing with like actually there's a lot to cover off there's tons of things to cover off so i am very keen to get this started where do you want to start
1: Okay, so uh, probably uh, let me tell you my my observation about technology and parenting, uh, you know, uh, from my experience then as a young mother or even, you know, mother of uh, subsequent children, you know, coming out of me. The thing is that I was thinking, is the uh, new generation or the younger generation or the generation of yours over depending on technology uh, in order to do a... A well versed parenting, you know, mm-hmm. versus me. Then, um, I don't think I depend on technology to, you know, to raise the four children, you know. So I would like to speak about that. But maybe I can start off your first first topic is about, um, looking online, on uh, information, um, you know, what is best for the child. You know, the way to. Shower the child, uh, things to purchase. You know the online shopping. It's also technology, you know. Mm. Versus then when I have to really depend on my mother to advise me, like this is what you should supposed to get. This is what you're not mm. supposed to get. This is how you're going to shower the baby. This is how you're going to feed the baby, and yeah. which month to introduce semi solid food and so forth. So when I use the experience from my mom, and I try to share with my children. They say, "Uh, no, so sorry, mom. It's not like that now because I googled,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: online, and it says this, 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 this. So the past people experiences is just pushed one corner and say that that doesn't work now. Yeah. You know, so how does that make you feel though it.
0: when we say that to you when you try to pass on?
1: Yeah, I, 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 feel or like, um, wow. I mean, I tried it, I used it, your turn out well. What? So what's wrong with that method? Yeah, You know, so why are you so, you know, onto that online what people are telling versus what your mom giving birth to four children and your great, your grandmother and great, great one has given birth to six, seven children. They have tried and tested the method. But why is it that y'all are so onto technology to get information rather Mm. than getting information from people who have gone through that experience, you know? Do you want me to
0: address that question? Please. So I think there's two things at play here one is nothing to do with technology it's the time that's passed like mm. i'm 34 by the way i thought i was mm. 33 earlier this week to a friend my best okay friend me. She was like no sorry <laughs> so you 34 i was like oh shit but it was 34 years ago that you first had me and it mm-hmm. was uh 26 years ago when you last had a child which is pretty young so i think in that time like nearly three decades have gone by that Medicine has changed, like the certain certain views on certain things around infants has changed in that three decades. So I think that's that one factor that plays into it. Mm. Um, then the other side of it is definitely technology. I think like we are the generation that, or my generation is the start of that, where we verify everything online, and because like mm. information is at our fingertips, it's easy for us to Google and check: is that correct? Is that wrong? Is that true? Is that you know? Mm. But then again. The information out there is not always the same like things fluctuate like for example one i'll give you an example right um here in australia they say to us don't use anything that's food-based like creams uh, oils don't use anything that's food-based so like coconut oil avocado cream whatever because they say like there's studies that show that babies develop um, uh, allergic reactions or they develop allergies to these things over time Whereas in Singapore now, people just use whatever coconut oil. So we've come to a stage where we did our research, we checked in with different midwives and maternity child health nurses, we did our research, and we're like, you know what? We're just going to use it, right? Because, like, you know, it's still, it's still fine. So I, I think, I think that's the, that's the pro. Of us being able to do that. And the con is obviously we are not listening to generational knowledge, like information you bring to the table that actually is still valuable and still valid in today's day and age. And then there's also the other side it was overwhelming. You over research, you get Mm. tired, fatigue from doing this research, you get fatigue from all the decisions and the information that you're getting. So, you know, like for example, for Gavin and me, we definitely relied on you for bathing. I didn't even look online for bathing a child, mm. you right? You came here and you taught mm. us how to do that. But I think it's for us, for me personally, I can only speak about my experience. For me, it's the the advice on maybe actually nothing like everything you say like this and I just go double check.
1: <laughs> no, I mean I'm not talking about um you see after maybe the beginning part is that be hurtful like you mm. know like wow these children are not listening you know like we're supposed to do this way but then they're like i gave it to four
0: of you uh, of course i would know yeah so
1: let's let's take a let, let me take a few steps back and just watch what they want to do and that's what i did for shanti first baby you know like um because they have to be very comfortable and they're young parents you see and first time parents so they have to be comfortable so i need to like okay you know what i cannot be imposing on my ideas whatever you know, but just let it be, when they need the help, I will step in, you know, so that's what I took, so I think uh, uh, grandparents out there, you know, you know, we have tried and tested some methods of raising our children, it doesn't mean that it works with the, you know, our children's kids, so we need to accept it, and just say that, okay, if they need help, we are there, but if they have done their due diligence of finding out information, and they're very confident in using whatever techniques they want to use, then let it be, And And maybe I speak
0: to to young parents out there or parents out there like be kind to your parents if they're giving you Mm. advice because they're coming from a good place be kind and also listen and like I like like I said to my mom I just go and double check or I google myself to verify it for myself right but like respect the fact that they have raised it and I'll probably say this to both the grandparents out there and the parents out there that also understand there's probably certain parenting things that you would want to verify yourself. But then the certain parenting things, actually trust your grandparents, that your kids' grandparents. Like when it comes to like my mom gets multiple calls from me, and including my sister who's, you know, been a parent before me, but I'll call them about things like rashes on the chin oh, you know, baby's been having the sound. Like when my baby got sick for the first time, I called my mom. I was like, oh, d- you know, what what do we do? And she she's like, yeah, don't panic. Like, just make sure you go see a doctor if you have a gut feeling. So there's things like that, that I definitely listen to you without even flinching. I don't double check all of that because there's certain things I know that you've had so much experience with it that I don't have. And by the time I search things up, <laughs> I'm not going to get the right answer yeah. in that moment. So mm-hmm. tech definitely plays a good part in it. But also don't forget like generational in- wealth of information that's coming through
1: Yeah that's right Carlos thank you for that okay and the, the other thing also um the plus point about technology and parenting I would say is that uh, of course doing the research and everything sometimes it, it can be over extreme kind of research and it can be like uh, fatigue but I think uh, using harnessing technology to um like for example CCTV in the house you know, uh, using the baby monitoring system whereby your child is sleeping in the room and, you know, observing what the child is doing in the middle of the night, the child is covered by the blanket and so forth. I think this technology is very, very handy compared to, you know, those days when we were raising children, we didn't have all that, you know, we... we when I had the domestic helper is is in the hands of the domestic helper you know I just have to leave my children and the baby the infant with the domestic helper and go to work trust the person and go to work in the morning and come back in the late evening or late afternoon and seeing the child is okay you know but um, definitely if there were to be CCTV then I would have definitely used it you know like Maybe I can share an incident whereby CCTV would have been a great help to mm, me. Mm. Is that when Saros, when you were young,
0: I think I know you what you're going to talk about, about.
1: I know <laughs> you were like uh almost two years old. I think or less than that. But you could speak simple yeah. English, simple words, you know. And uh, for on on Friday and Thursday night, when I came back from work, it was an afternoon school. You were sleeping with a nice dress covering your, you know, below your knees. So when I asked the domestic helper, she said, oh, she was so tired, so I had to put her to sleep. I said, oh, okay. But come Saturday morning, when I showered you, I saw a burn mark on your thigh. Mm. And it's a sharp burn mark, which looked like an iron tip. Mm. So I, I just... I got so shocked. I yelled at, you know, the help. and said, what is this? And she said, oh, no. She just knocked herself on something. I said, no, this doesn't look like a knock. It's a burn. Why didn't you tell me? Mm-hmm. And then the maid started to cry. And she said, oh, when she was ironing, the phone came and she left the iron ball, and you pulled the, mm-hmm. the iron and it hit you. But you see, the thing is, if I had a CCTV, I would have seen all this, you know. So for sure that technology is actually helping the parents have a peace of mind when they're at work. You know, just to check and, and also the helpers, you know, the domestic helpers also can keep an eye and say that, oh my 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 employer is looking at, at me what I'm doing, so I better be extra careful and be mindful of whatever I'm doing to the child. Mm. Yeah. So
0: yeah, and then smart. but then the, the other side of that is some parents uh overdo it. They like minor things the call be like, Why do you do that? Like I've heard horror oh, stories. Yeah, that's so too
1: much. Yeah, I think it yeah. works
0: very well. You just have like parents also don't have to use it you know to to a certain limit the one i wanted to talk about was because i i don't have experience with cctv here it's like not normal here when you have like nannies and stuff but the the baby monitor the only thing i wanted to say is it's definitely a massive plus one because my mom knows we use the baby monitor so mm. anika sleeps in the same room as us like in a bassinet um and we have a baby monitor like a clip on one attached to a bassinet for during the day when we like for right now when we're recording we've got the monitor here so that when she's sleeping there during the day we can look at her we can check if she's um the blanket somehow has gone over face if that ever happens if she's you know really um, struggling yeah. to sleep so that when she does cry sometimes we don't just rush in we actually monitor the the, the, the camera to see is she crying because she's trying to get herself back to sleep so we don't actually barge mm. in and interrupt to sleep so that's one of the benefits right. but mm. the negative of having a baby monitor is be careful what kind of baby monitors you get as well we've heard really absolute horror stories about people who get baby monitors that are wi-fi connected and mm. the big monitors are hacked into Oh wow! yeah so we got a baby monitor that's not wi-fi connected so it's just a simple one right um it's just a receiving like the we can receive the monitor we can talk to it but that's it Whereas people have baby monitors where they can watch from their phones, they can uh play music off their phones. You know the lullabies and stuff. Mm-hmm. So just be very careful because I I even um I was in a mother's group and someone actually said like the baby monitor plays lullabies and suddenly it started playing this explicit song and the baby woke up. It got oh, hacked.
1: Oh my god!
0: You know what I mean? If you can be hacked to play yeah. music, people can hack to see the video footage. Wow. Yeah. That's so I just say be careful. That's the dark side of it. Mm.
1: Mm. thanks for sharing on that Sarah. the other one I see uh, people using technology to keep the children occupied you know and I think that it can be very negative impact on the child especially the parents find an easy way of oh I just chuck an a iPad on your lap and just watch whatever you want to watch mm. just don't bother me you know and it can be addictive and I have seen children cry and throw tantrums to just to get a handphone or some you know um, um. Uh, you know, what they call that, gadgets for them to be engaged throughout. And you can see that there's no communication between the parents and the child at the uh, at a restaurant and dining areas, you know. So that is also a bit scary about technology because then when I was raising y'all, very seldom y'all had all these things, you know. I think you only started using laptop. I mean, uh, desktop. Those days were no laptop. Desktop. So because the uh, desktop, like, on. you can each only use it
0: and turn, and it was one of those dialogue. It took forever. <laughs> so it's not and like... you have any to any ask
1: option. me permission. That was only, like, secondary school. I said, Mark, can I use the you know, computer to do something? Like, okay. And then after using it, Ma, I finished using it. And then, okay, you know, permission is being granted for you all to use it. And of course, taking turns to do project work and so forth. So I think um, those days, we don't really turn on the TV and just tell you to watch TV and keep yourself occupied. More like family time, board games, or going to playground with the neighborhood children and playing with them and so forth came in handy, you know. So I think parents probably not all parents, but most parents are using technology to engage pair children in a wrong way mm. so that they are occupied and you are freed of their the time mm. managing them.
0: Yeah. Like you say, it's okay to use it in small doses because we understand that as parents you sometimes need a break or it's very hard to keep them entertained all the time. But it's just because for educational
1: purpose I think okay, Cyrus. Yeah. But just purpose. be careful that you're
0: not using it as a way to keep them quiet all the time and also my mom wants not once but she she constantly tells us like you know your job is not to always entertain your child like you need to give them the capacity to get bored then they Mm. come up with ways to entertain themselves otherwise they're going to live a life of like fast satisfaction you you need to constantly keep them um busy and entertained so I think if you think about it that way you know if you've got your kid and you have to do some busy work just tell them you let me know what you Sit there for a second. Get bored. It's okay to get bored. Yeah. Um. And then figure out. Like I know you did that a lot with us. Like we would just sometimes yeah.
1: just sit around, and stare at the wall,
0: and then after a while we will like just run off and do stuff. You know.
1: Yeah. I mean, it will help you, help the kid to be creative. Uh, to have some lonely time and also create some playtime among themselves, siblings mm-hmm. or even lone time. It's okay. It's not necessary for all the time keeping the child engaged. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh what about you, Saras? Anything that you find that technology have been you have harnessed for mm. parenting, besides CCTV or beside the sorry, the baby monitor?
0: Probably the research into classes or like mm. programs, it's been really good. Just the fact that we can search very quickly like the our area that we live in and what kind of programs they have for infants like literally just keying in those keywords um we get so much searches and you're able to like you know that's how we got into the baby spa thing that's how we Mm -hmm. got into the play sensory class because it was easy to search if this was back in the day you'd just be pamphlets pamphlets you might not have access to in the end because it may only be in certain locations whereas this makes it so easy because you just go online type it and then you have all these range of things Mm -hmm. um and then obviously like watching all the videos about milestones learning what you can help your child do at home um Mm -hmm. like physically like you know helping them move helping them nurture their mind and things like that but the downside of it is definitely that sometimes you you Gavin and I were talking about it today like we went for a baby spa class and there was another couple there and just some of the words they were using around you know we just we were talking to the, the the lady, that the spa lady, and she was a former midwife. And we're just sort of saying like, oh, Annika now in her mini bathtub, we're cracking a joke, like in her mini bathtub, it doesn't work anymore because she's kicking and splashing water and, you know, we have yes, to clean up right, and everything. Right. And then the, the other parents said like, oh, your child's kicking? And then turned to their partner and said like, oh, is our child kicking? Oh my God. Know, that wasn't that's the point confused. of the conversation. The point was just to yeah. crack a joke that our child's yeah, kicking water, right. you know? So I think that's the same thing with online. Like, it's so easy Mm. to compare. Like, someone, Mm. people put, like, eh, three months are meant to be doing this, this, and this. Or
1: four months are meant to be doing this. Mm. And And then you panic sometimes. You're like, oh, my child's not doing those things. I think we shouldn't be comparing. Each child is different.
0: Yeah, or marking it up to what the the online world says. So I think Mm. we've told ourselves, like, you know, we know that that's the general milestones, and we give right. our child the opportunity to meet those milestones. But if they don't meet it, then that's not the end of the world, you know. Like back in the day when you were raising us, you didn't know about all these milestones, it was what it was. You didn't have tummy time back then, like no. Gavin's mom <laughs> was telling us, like, you know, back then there's no such thing as tummy time, like, you just the kid. So, if that's the case, the kid rolls over and builds their next strength anyway. You know, I don't yeah. have a shitty back strength
1: if I didn't do tummy yeah. time, and you didn't do tummy time, right. so it's you know. That's so true. Um, Another thing, Cyrus, about technology is that because Amma is away from Australia, I never get to see Anika after I left, you yeah. know. So technology has helped us, you know, face-to-face conversation with Anika and with you also. So I think family bonding has strengthened as well. So I think yeah. technology and parenting and parenting has actually... For sure. For sure, exactly. Yeah.
0: Can. I know it helped Shanti for a while. For me, it helped me connect to Isaiah. Because mm. I was born just before COVID. And so we went to Singapore and met him when he was a week old. And I didn't see him again until he was a year and a half. But during that yeah. time, Shanti always made sure that I was connected to him through video call. So when I did meet right. him, he actually still recognized me. But more importantly, mm. sometimes Shanti would use me as a way to distract him while she had to quickly go use the bathroom. Like she would leave me yeah. on the phone in <laughs> his court. And I can distract yeah. him enough for five minutes to keep him pretty entertained. So the phone actually, like, like you say, it does come in handy. And it's probably yeah, going to be a does. time when Anika can focus on the phone that I'll probably leave the phone there for you to monitor her while I can quickly yeah, run off sure. and do things. Yeah. You know, but
1: I, I also observe like Sar, uh, Shanti doesn't give Um uh, Isaiah the handphone at all. He's very particular comes, about yeah, that. Yeah. IPad, yeah, we have this colouring, you know, one of the app like colouring or matching the shadow with the figure. Okay, I, I go through with him for a good like 20 minutes and that's about it. He doesn't like it. And uh, recently I uh, I met one of our relatives, the child was actually, the child is about uh, 4 years old and the moment I saw her, the, nearly one and a half hours, the girl was using, the, the, the child was using um, the handphone and she was just scrolling the handphone and I look at the mom and I said, why are you giving her the phone for such a long time and the mom said, oh she'll throw tantrums if I don't give her. Uh, and also keep her occupied i said no it's wrong you know i had to be very frank with her i said this is wrong you should stop it if let her cry if she wants to let her cry after sometimes she will stop crying
0: yeah i guess don't let the child dictate yeah you're the parent
1: exactly so after three weeks i just recently met in one of our family function and no handphone (laughs) and that girl was yeah going around mingling among people you know i said like that's good that's a good yeah. sign. I mean, thank God that the you know uh, our relative listened to my advice, and she I think she's yeah. trying. And it's to and it's probably effort. hard. It's hard. Like yeah, it's good advice, but it's hard yeah. to implement it. You know, she she yeah.
0: probably behind the scenes had to go through a lot of struggle to get her off of the course. phone. So, respect to her for
1: for doing that. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah, I think yeah. I mean, for this topic, I just, I think we went uh we touch and go, but we actually uh you know uh, did talk about. The pros and cons of technology mm. and parenting, and also, I mean, it's very clear cut that those days technology was minimally used because it was not in an advanced stage. Mm. But one more thing, sarah's technology, okay? Let's talk about parenting technologies, also, uh, ultrasound those days, ultrasound we only yeah, hear, the yeah, heartbeat, yeah. You know? <laughs> but now you got 360 degrees, you know, you can see the baby 3D speakers. 3D imaging, yeah. Oh my god, yeah, 3D, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like. Wow. You know, when you share with me the photos of Anika, you know, like, wow, really so advanced.
0: Yeah. And, you know, to also touch on the, you know, technology and parenting, it it gives me, it makes me feel supported. Even though we are here in Australia, it makes me feel supported because, like, everyone calls to talk to her. It makes me feel good that even without family immediately around, she's still connected to everybody. And, you know, we get to celebrate all the big milestones. And, like, when we had our baby gender review it was all online with our family back in Singapore so yeah it has there's more pros than cons the cons are just more of how you use it
1: yeah the cons I think is within our control Mm. and be more aware of how you use technology in parenting
0: yeah absolutely all right then everyone um thanks mom for coming out that topic it's actually a lot more that we could have that we talked about that I thought we that we could so I really appreciate you um Mm -hmm. pressing that topic uh That's it for today and um, we will see you all in the next episode. Bye, everyone.